and um, I hear the first officer call out. And, and the first officer jumps on the radio and he screams, holy shit, the goat man. And I mean, it's just like everything went quiet. And my, I, I could hear the ringing in my ears and I could feel my heart race. And so I hit my life and I went flying up there. I'd been told by some old, older people, elders, that you grab them and you hold them and you, you, you don't own them, but you, you hold them there until daylight. If you can hold them or pull it in, pull them into the light, it uh, destroys anything they have, uh, any kind of power or anything that, or anything they were trying to do to you, it'll, it'll destroy them. This guy was like bouncing, like. You know, like how you, you see people kind of getting ready to jig? You know how they kind of bounce? Yeah, he was like that way. He was just kind of bouncing, and he was just kind of going back and forth and one foot to the other. And uh, and he just kind of turned sideways, and he turned back over to the other way, and and uh, he took off. Holy shit, he jumped in Wanda. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to Lodge Tales, and I'm your host, Rod Williamson. Sorry, I'm <laughs> a little hoarse. Keep getting sicker and sicker, but uh, I'll get over it. I went up in the mountains, and I picked some some old man's beard, we call it. It's a moss you make tea out of. And it's like the only thing that ever cures me when I get really, really sick. Sick like this, anyways. Anyways, uh... Let's see, my my brother, in this episode, it's part two of his uh, stories. He's probably got about two more parts. And uh, in this one, he talks about the Bigfoot, his Bigfoot encounters and strange lights and time loss. You know, it's pretty interesting. Uh, There's a lot of interesting things that have happened to him throughout his life and these are just a few of them that he's sharing with us, so I don't want to talk too long. I just want to thank everybody for being here, for uh, listening in and all the support. I want to give a shout out to my nephew, Daniel. Yeah, keep trying hard, bud. You'll get there. I'm praying for you, and and I know you're going to do good. So let's get into the show. We we went out there. That was um, Cass's in-laws out there that I was out there with them. Her uh, her boyfriend at the time had little brothers that I went out and stayed with, and we'd go down in the bottom there, down below Star School, and they had a bucking barrel down there. So it was sure fun out there. Go out there, ride the bucking barrel, go swimming, climb trees, just, just moseying around, raising hell, being a kid. But uh, one time we uh, we went to, um, we was down below on the other side. It would be south of that school, out in Star School. We's, we's down in the bottom of there to begin with. We's down there swimming and we's playing and all that stuff down below there, climbing trees. And then um, I was really good friends with their littlest brother. And uh, their middle-aged brother was with us too. And he was swimming and he was hanging out with us you know just making sure we were safe and stuff and because we were both really young 
so they uh, they wanted somebody a little older to chum with us, so he did. And uh, we got done swimming and everything. We went up to that school and we was playing around on that playground and everything. And it was just starting to get dusk, you know. And uh, the older brother pulls out a basketball and we start shooting around. And it, it actually got dark on us. And there's, there, there's one light that's over by that school that's kind of bright. So we shot around a little bit longer. We played a game of 21. And once we got done, he was like, ah, shoot, we better head back home. And where they stayed, they stayed directly across from that school. There's a big field. This is flat. There's nothing out there. It's just flat. And they stayed directly across it. There's an old um, airport out there, too, Star School Airport. They stay on that road right there, that same airport road. And uh, the older brother said, yeah, I think it's about time we get going. It was already dark. The only light you could see was just their light, that outside light from their house, and then the outside light that was on that school. Once we got into that flat, it was pitch black. You know, you couldn't see nothing. And I remember uh, me and the younger brother, we was walking up front, and I, I was holding the basketball. And I was dribbling, I was trying to dribble it through that field, but you know, you're in a field and it just kept bouncing away from me. So I just held it and we just walking, we was talking, bullshit. And, and the Yolda brother come running, like he, he was behind us and he come running up really fast and he was really fast. He was in like cross country and stuff back in the day. So he was, he was really good at running and he just grabbed both, he ran in the middle of us and he grabbed both of our hands and he just... He just took off, man, and he was saying, run, 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 run. That's all he kept saying, just run, run. And he was bigger than us, and I was trying to keep up with him, you know, and I was just a little tiny guy, and I, my strides were just too much, you know, like trying to run with him, but he, he was just dragging both of us, basically. We get closer, or when he was running with us, I was, he was just kept saying, run, 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 run. And I was wondering, what the heck are we running from, you know? So I, when as I was trying to keep my balance and running and he was pulling me with my left hand, he had my left hand and he was pulling me and I turned and I looked. And when I, when I looked behind me, I remember seeing a big shadow. It was like a huge shadow, like big. And I it had hair on it, whatever it was, it was really big, like huge. And it was running towards us. And I remember seeing that. And then, then that's when I start, you know, trying to make grip with him so I could run quicker you know and get the hell out of there because i seen what was coming after us and I, but i was just in third grade and you know he was probably in like sixth grade seventh grade so he can really move way quicker than i could and we end up uh, finally making it over to their house and we ran into that light you know the outside light and once you got into that light it just seemed like everything felt like safe like we were safe and we got into that light and the older brother just, he, he let our hands go. Once we got into that lake, he let our hands go and he just kept running. And he ran into that house and he got, he got his mom and his dad and they, they came out. And me and the little brother were still running towards the house because he, he let us go. Like, there were still maybe two, 200 yards, 300 yards to go before he, before we got to the house. <laughs> so we were still running. And, you know, and I was, I, I didn't bother to look behind me a second time because. I already seen it that once, and I remember looking back and just seeing that. I don't know what it was. I mean, it was really big. It was hairy, and it was really muscly. You can see its muscles, like the the silhouette of it from that school light in mm -hmm. the back of it. You could see the muscles 
and you could see the hair. Like, I don't know. It was big. It was big. <laughs> but I don't think it ever followed us all the way over to to their house. I think it stopped chasing us probably in that field somewhere. But I didn't bother to look back that second time. I just, as soon as as soon as he let go of our hands, I I knew dang well what was behind us. I just wanted to keep running. <laughs> So I just kept running. I told, told uh, my buddy, run, run, run. That's all I kept saying, too. Just run, run, run. Lost the basketball. Oh, I, I think the basketball blew away. <laughs> we had to come and get you that night. Uh, mm-hmm. I rode with Grandpa. You made us come and get you. and uh, Grandpa said, come on, we got to go. We was out in Temed and we had to head out. All the way to Star School, fifteen miles to town, then seven miles out to Star School. And said, uh, "Come on, we gotta go get Little Jim." He says, uh, "He wants to come home." He says, "They get they got chased by some. They think it's a Bigfoot." I'm like what? Bigfoot? Mm-hmm. You know, he must have been scared. talking to Lois and him about that. Oh, I don't know if I should have said their name, but anyways. Must have been talking to, to them about it, you know, because I remember him saying something like that. And it's one of the first times I ever heard anything about, you know, Bigfoot and talk like mm-hmm. that. And get out. I remember on the way home, I was looking back in the back seat and I was asking you, well, what happened? You told me that whole story. And he's kind of said, oh, and his muscles were bigger than yours, Rod. <laughs> I was, they were huge. <laughs> I remember you saying that, and I was thinking, when you said that, I, I was thinking, oh, that thing must have been big. Hey, hey no, I just joke. But really, though, <laughs> I, I was thinking that, but not, not, <laughs> not like that, though. But I was thinking, like, I wonder what they seen, man. And, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what, uh, you know, because there's a lot of st- everybody knows not to cross that flat at night, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody that lives out there, they they talk about that, and you know, a couple other guys have seen. Well, they were playing basketball at that same place you were, and it was getting toward evening again, and their ball went rolling down that, off that hill. You know, took a shot, a wild shot, and it bounced down there, and he went to go get it. And this guy I'm talking about, you know, I was in Chamao with him, and he said, "Man, I got." He said there's like a little tiny, almost like a little flat area down there a little bit, like a little bench. He said that's where that ball stopped and I, I, you know, I was going down to get it and I seen a little one. He said there was a short one, a little, a little tiny Bigfoot. He said it was standing there holding that ball looking up at me. He said, oh, yeah, I just ran and the hell with that. I just ran and got the hell out. But they stayed up there near Star School, you know, so they just had to cross that road and get into those houses. It wasn't as far as a run as you guys. Yeah, that was a that was a long run across that field, man. Holy cow, it's probably the scariest I've ever been in my life. Yeah, especially at night, you know. I never did cross that field that night, ever. Like, ever, man. And we used to, you know, the oldest brother you're talking about, him and I, we used to go up, up into Star School and watch movies, hang out at, I don't remember whose place it was, one of his cousins or something. But we'd... We'd always make sure we headed back before it got dark, or we'd never cross that field, you know, when it was dark. Never did. I never did. I just listened to him. Mm-hmm. We used to camp yeah, out there, though, you know? Nothing would happen. We'd camp outside that house. We'd pitch that tent. Go spend a night out there. Me and him would 
sleeping at tent. It was it was all right, but you know we were in the light near that house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember when that when that that night came and I I was scared to stay there because I was, their room we slept in was kind of in the back part back there and they they had if I remember correctly they had at least like three windows in that room and they're kind of big. And I was always scared that that thing was going to come peeking in those windows at us. That's why I called Grandpa and wanted him to come after me. <laughs> you know, Chas's boyfriend, who she had her kids with, that he was laying on that couch one night in that living room. And uh, he said he woke up one, one night and uh, he said that he just felt there was something. He didn't really know what woke him up, but he felt like there was, something, I don't know, just something off. He opened his eyes, so I guess there was this old lady, she kind of had like a, I don't know what he said, if I remember right, it sounded like a, like a, um, something over her head, almost like a hood, but not a hood, something, but over her head looking down at him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, he said he flipped out of there, like, did this crazy flip and got onto his feet and ran into and jumped in bed between his, his mom and dad, you know, and just laid in there and... <laughs> Wouldn't go back in that living room. Because I went to boarding school with him, and he, he told us that story one weekend when we got back down there, and he was telling us, oh, there's something happened to me over the weekend at that house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, there's something out there, you know. don't know what it is. Yeah, there is. There's a Bigfoot all around there. There's, there's got to be multiple families of them, I'm, I'm thinking, like in different areas. Like some, maybe a couple of them out in Star School, maybe up along that front. Couple of them out by Green Lake, over by Pyramid, Heart Butte, mm -hmm. kind of Badger area. Shoots, they probably roam all through there. Yeah. There was one uh, one time we were uh, we were hunting. Mm -hmm. Me and uh, me and uh, our our in laws we were hunting out by Green Lake, Heart Butte area, Heart Butte Mountain area. We was out in that area hunting, and uh, we went out by Green Lake, and we just uh, we were south of Green Lake there and there's a part where you can park off of that road and you can get off and you walk up and there's these uh, there's little overlook that you can sneak up to if you sneak up to it you can overlook it and there's could be deer down there sometimes just watering and you can get a pretty good shot from them and uh, we were sneaking up there we, there was like six of us we was all sneaking up there and I was in the back and all the other guys were kind of sneaking up up in front of me and I was just looking around as I was watching the ground looking for tracks and stuff and as I was walking up there I, I didn't see no deer tracks or anything elk tracks nothing like that and I was really walking and I seen his footprint in in a in a mound of dirt you know those mounds that like those uh those little mu are, are they muskrats or what what, like what, moles what makes or those something? little tunnels? yeah those little moles are like little tunnels that go all over the place just kind of yeah. raise up above the ground a little bit mm -hmm. there was one of those things but it was like a little mound of dirt maybe about a good 10 inches round you know the circumference of it was about 10 inches mm -hmm. but there's a big old footprint in there and when i when i walked past it i was thinking oh shit somebody was already here looking at you know they they already hunted this place and i was like oh but whoever whoever was here oh they had big feet that's what it ran, that's what went through my mind at first and I, I i didn't think nothing i just kept walking we got up to that thing and we peeked over there there was a deer down there but we didn't get a shot at it because then a bear came out and it was chasing that deer and we we're like oh look at it you know we wanted to watch the show but uh that bear chased the deer into that brush and they disappeared and 
we just stood there for a little bit and was looking around, seeing if anything else would come out, and nothing came out. So we started walking back to that truck, and I'm like, hey, guys, check this out, man. I, I, I forgot there was a, a boot print over here. Look how big this guy's boots are. Holy shit. We walked over to that thing, and we started looking at it. Fuck, it's no boot print. That was a footprint. Great big old footprint, man. I shit you not that uh, the front of his foot had to bend about maybe at least six inches, six to eight inches wide, you Ooh. know, from at, at the base of his big toe to the base of his little toe. Mm-hmm. Had to bend about six to eight inches wide. And the pad, the pad of his big toe was about maybe two and a half to three inches round. <laughs> so the pad of his big toe was really big, man. And, and, and there, there, there was two of them there. There was a bigger guy, that that big guy. Then there was another one there too that that I tracked on that trail. You can see where that smaller one was walking down the trail. The pad on on that one was maybe the pad of her. I I call it a her because I it, it looked like a woman's foot or something. Because the pad on the big the big toe on that one was only about maybe an inch and a half to close to two inches wide. Still pretty big, you know, way bigger than a human pad, you know, and then yeah. why would a human be walking around out in the middle of nowhere barefoot and snow, you know, and cold weather and all that. And so we started looking at him and we start looking at all those things and I I start looking at where all those tracks were at and where, where they were stepping. Mm-hmm. They were hunting. Both of them were hunting. They were hunting the same spot we were hunting. They were probably doing the same exact thing we were doing, sneaking up to that little overlook. Because where they were stepping was where you wouldn't hear them, on that mound of dirt. Then they, the next step was over on uh, Juniper that wasn't dried, so you couldn't hear it at all, just a quiet step. Everywhere they stepped was just quiet. You couldn't hear them at all. Mm-hmm. But they, they roamed all through there. You could see them, like, where they went and where they stepped and where they were looking. There was two of them back there. And then it, it, it kind of looked like they they were heading up towards Feather Woman. They were heading that way. Because mm-hmm. it, it looked like they came from Green Lake, like they went down there to water. And they probably heading back up towards Feather Woman. Did you guys take pictures of them? Um... I think I might have. The next day, I can't remember if I took pictures or not. But I remember the next day, or that night, we went down and we was telling uh, my in-laws about him, my father-in-law. And he's like, oh, really? You know you know how he gets them. Mm-hmm. Really, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, shit, they're, they're right up there. Tomorrow when we wake up, I'll bring you up there and we'll check them out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I, I, we start looking for a cast. He said he had a cast around there somewhere in, in his house where you can pour it and or a cast onto it. Yeah. Shit, we was looking for that thing. We couldn't find it. But should I brought him back up there? They, they were still there. You could still see them. And then, uh, but they were starting to get faint just from the wind blowing and stuff, you know, just starting to, uh, erosion was starting to happen. And they're starting to get faint already. And I showing him those footprints. He's like, oh, yeah. And showed him where they were all hunting, where they were stepping and everything and where they came from. I could see they came from Green Lake. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I don't think I got pictures of it. 
but almost got a cast of it. But like I said, we couldn't find that casting stuff. But uh, um, our brother-in-law has some pictures of one they showed me one time. We was down Blacktail hunting, mm-hmm. down in that area hunting, and uh, his son, his his youngest son, our nephew, jumped out, and they were we was all walking. He said, "Hey Jim, come check this out. This is this is what uh, this guy found the other day. We was down here. Oh, it's still here." And I went over there. He's like, "Check this footprint out." And it was in the same type of dirt. You know those little dirt mounds? Mm-hmm. They're really quiet, man. They're they're stealthy. Those Bigfoot, whenever they walk around, they walk in where you can't hear them. And that's where that footprint was. It was right in the mound of dirt. And it was it wasn't too big. It was kind of smaller. It was about the same size as that. What what I'm calling a, a girl. Bigfoot that I seen up by Green Lake was about the same size as that. Hmm. But uh, they got pictures of that one. I know they sent me one picture and it's posted on that website too. I, I put that up there too. Maybe that's it right there. That, that was probably the one that they took pictures of. You know what I think's weird about that footprint? I, I mean all of them that are legit. They're not fakes or people <laughs> raising hell. The what I think is really weird about them is it's almost like they step straight up and straight down. I don't know, you know, because we walk like on our ball, you know, heel, ball, and we'll step up. These almost look like they're just straight down and straight back up to me. When I stare at yeah, them, like, kind, of, I, kind of like a robot or something, like how a robot would yeah, walk. Like stiff. <laughs> it just doesn't seem natural when I look at those prints. I'm like, how the hell is that? I try to imagine how they look when they're walking. They must have, I don't know, different shaped legs or something, you know, like, doesn't allow them to fully, jeez, I don't know, I'm just speculating here. It's fun to think about, though, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it is fun to think about. They're there, they are there, they're out there in that, in that area. There's a lot of them, there's a lot of signs, you know, I, I hunt quite a bit up in that area, and shoots all the places that i've been that i've seen there was a place before that fire rolled through there through a pyramid mm-hmm. before that fire rolled through all that mountain area and burnt everything that time i was hunting back there i parked by uh we was by mittens mittens lake and i uh we parked by that brush and i we got out we start hiking and uh shoots we hiked all the way back all the way back into Pyramid, there's a there's a little creek that runs off of there. When you get back right below Pyramid there, there's a, um, it, it dead ends. There's a trail that dead ends there. Or no, it doesn't dead end. There's like a, a game trail that goes up on top of there, but the actual walking trail kind of dead ends. And there's a little waterfall that comes off of that thing and runs down into Mittens Lake. Hmm. And uh, right in there, I, I, I chased about, yeah, I think there's about four headed deer that I was tracking and I chased them, I jumped them, I caught up to them and I jumped them and they end up running up that game trail up above and they went over. And I wasn't going to go up that game trail. I was just like, shit, I'm not going to climb that thing. It's like, like cliff edges. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So I just started looking around and where, where they were, you know, maybe I'd jump another one. So I started walking through that brush and boy, it really started getting thick. So I put my gun on my shoulder and I, I just pulled my pistol out and I was holding my pistol. It got so thick to where I had to get down on my hands and knees and I was crawling. And in fact, I was, I was really crawling and I stopped. 
I start looking around. I was like, where the hell am I? Because I, I start feeling uh, on my hands. There was It was like really soft. It was like a carpet. Like they had pine needles and leaves. And it was like really soft in there. And it was warm and it was quiet. It was really quiet. It was like it was like I was in somebody's house. Hmm. Like I just felt like I was intruding. Like when I stopped, I start looking around. And I was like, I shouldn't be here. It's like this this isn't this isn't right. So I just slowly start backing out. And as I backed out, I got into a place where I could stand up and start thinking about it. And there's all types of signs of like you know how those trees are bent in certain ways. Yeah. All that stuff, all that Bigfoot signage, all that stuff. And it was just all through there. I mean, all those signs. And then seeing that place, like, like, am I in one of their homes? Or, you know, it, it, it kind of freaked me out when I went in there. Just, just, how, just how it felt. You know, I, I, you wouldn't expect to feel that feeling out in the middle of nowhere. You know, a, yeah. a homely feeling. <laughs> but, yeah, that's how it felt. It felt like home. Like I'm in somebody's home, so I just got out of there and made my way back to the truck. And, uh, one of our in-laws ended up getting a deer down there by our truck, so we ended up taking care of the deer and just going back towards Heart Butte after that. But uh, yeah, there was a lot of signs up in there, all kinds of signs. I, I didn't see no tracks, though. That's the one thing I didn't see up there was Bigfoot tracks, but I. There was just a lot of different signs, bent trees, just things that you just out of the normal, you know, just stuff that that you don't think would happen um, just normally, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like that, somebody had to have done it or something had to have put it there. That's how it was when uh, we were hunting up by, would it be uh, Pete Eagles? I think you were up there with us that time. We were all fanned out going through there. And I was walking by myself down low, and everybody was kind of in those hills and those fire breaks and stuff. And, uh, man, I I just kept seeing those things everywhere, man. Like, like everywhere. Like what you're talking about. How those trees are bent, and they almost look like, uh, how would I say it? Almost like survival kind of lodges or something. Yeah. Like how you would like, just like make to... You know, something temporary that you would make. Like, and, a, like an outpost or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, they look weird. You, you can't tell that they're there unless you really look for them, you know. Because they look like nature. They're all part of That's yeah. how they look. But if you get close to one and you really start looking at it, you're like, oh, cripes, how did they... And you start seeing things. Like, you'll see trees weaved through other trees. But they look normal. They don't look... You have to, you have to really look for them, you know. Well, not even really look for them. If if you kind of have your eye out for those odd shapes, they stand out everywhere, hey man. I seen like, geez, just in this one little area about about two hundred yards square, in an area about that big, I seen like four of them. You know, they to me they were like everywhere, and <laughs> I just quit hunting and I start walking toward them, and I'd look at all of them. I'd walk into them and I'd look, like, oh, cribes, how, how these are made, they're, they're really cool, man, <laughs> these guys are smart, you know, I was looking at them, mm -hmm. thinking like that, I was impressed when I'd look at them, and I'd go in there and, and see them, and uh, the first time I ever seen one was with uh, one of our brother-in-law's um, 
they were, we were driving out to Big Rock, you know, and we got stuck. And when we got stuck, uh, we start grabbing branches to shove under there to get between that tire and that ice. And so that we could back out of there and, and go around. We thought we could make it through this one area, but we couldn't. Well, anyways, when we start doing that, I seen this, uh, an actual sign, you know, like how they make those, those signs, those, I don't know how to say it, but it looked like, uh, some sort of weird shape. To me, it mimicked an arrow shape, I guess, but it wasn't that. It just looked weird. I can't really explain it. Almost like a, kind of like a half diamond with like this odd branch, kind of almost half balanced hanging, like, mm. like going diagonal through I don't know but I start looking at that and I, I was thinking wait <laughs> how how you know that's all I kept thinking is how how did the wind pick this big branch up put it in this other tree and weave it through all those branches and then how did it take that other tree bend it against the wind and you know because this is coming off of that mountain the, the foothills, it's coming off that mountain front, so you know the wind blows from mm -hmm. um, west to east in that area. All the other trees, because the wind's so strong, are, are leaning that way too. So I couldn't figure out how that happened, and I, <laughs> I got to looking more at it, and my brother-in-law was, hey man, I don't think that's nature. <laughs> I, I start looking at it, man, I don't think so either. I just kept looking at it like, eh, well, whatever. I had pictures of that, but I don't know where those pictures went. But I took some pictures of that. And it was on one of my mm -hmm. old old phones or, wait, was it on one of those old cameras? Anyways, I don't remember where the pictures are, but I, I remember taking some of that. Because it was just too strange to, I mean, I wanted to look at it again later, you know, before we headed out of there. Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah man, it's important stuff you see out there man if you're if you're like you said just your eyes attuned to it mm -hmm. and you'll start seeing them yeah they're, they're tough to explain you can't really explain them away with nature itself because those things ain't ain't natural <laughs> you know they're not yeah, it's really weird yeah bigfoot is there is around there somewhere yeah when dad's seen him down in timed you know he's he's seen him great big one had dark hair like black black hair that's kind of how that one looked to me out in star school but like i said it was dark out you know so all i seen was really just a silhouette of him but he was big and his hair was long not like uh not like short, stubby, long, you know, not, it was like long, like, almost like, uh, I'm trying to think, almost like horse mane, well, not really that coarse, it didn't look, didn't seem to be that coarse, but it was long, though, hmm. it was just, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain, just sitting here thinking of it, I could still see him, <laughs> hmm. wish I could take a picture of it in my mind, and show you guys. <laughs> What other stories you got lined up? Let's see here. You wanna? I got some stuff about. Uh, seen some weird stuff in the sky. 
Yeah. A lot of weird things that I've seen. Um, just, just weird things. I mean, things I can't explain. One time, like, one time I was sitting, we was out in, uh, out in Badger at my, at my grandma-in-law's ranch. He was out there. And we was living out there, me and my wife. He's helping him take care of the ranch and, you know, he's kind of helping her take care of the house and everything. And she was letting us stay there rent free. So I was just working, taking care of the cows, you know, just doing ranch work. And one night we was sitting there, me and my wife, we went outside and we smoking a cigarette. We're just sitting out on that. They have a ramp that comes off of their front porch. There's like a wheelchair ramp there. And we're mm-hmm. sitting on that ramp. We're just sitting there and I was, I was laying there. She was sitting next to me and I was laying on the ramp and I was laying there and I was looking up at the stars and out there, you know, it's, it's, it's really dark. So you get to see a shit ton of stars. There's so many stars you can see up there. It's just like when you're in the city, you could only see so many, like here in Bozeman, I could only see just the brighter ones. But when you're up there and like where it's really dark, holy cow, there's a lot of stars to see. It's so neat. But we were sitting there and I was just looking at all the stars and just, admiring them and everything and one star in particular i don't know why i don't know why i focused on it i just kept staring at it i don't know what made me stare at it i was just sitting there and smoking a cigarette we was bullshit and telling stories and i just kept looking at it and looking at it and looking at it i'd want to say it was probably in the southern sky kind of if not right above us kind of a little bit southern southern leaning in that area of the sky but as i was laying there looking at it it was like a it was like somebody flashing a light at you like like if they're holding a flashlight and they're looking right at you with the flashlight mm-hmm. and then they slowly just take the flashlight and they just turn their hand and the flashlight just turns and goes away you know you can't see the light no more mm-hmm. that's what that star did like it was looking and then it like just slowly turned and it just disappeared and it was a great big bright white star. I was like, holy shit, did you see that? And I was telling my wife, and she didn't see it. I was the only one that seen it. I, I don't know if I was seeing things or what, but that tripped me to hell out to see a star disappear like that. I wonder if I witnessed something crazy, like some type of facial phenomenon or something. I don't know. <laughs> but that was really weird. <laughs> Another time that, that in that same area, we were, uh, I was given a, me and my brother-in-law, I had this, uh, this black, it was a 1995 Nissan Pathfinder, a little four-door, had that thing and we was going from Heartbeat down to old agency, we was giving this girl a ride, it was the, one of my uh, wife's cousins, and she was a little bit tipsy, and me and my brother-in-law, we were cold sober, and yeah, she was bothering us up in Heartview. Give us, give me a ride, give me a ride down here, give me a ride. She's really being buggy, so all right, shit, get in. So we brought her down there, and you know, from Heartview to old agency is probably, you know, one way, maybe 10 minutes to mm-hmm. get down there. So it's a 20 minutes at most, you know, to get down there and back, you know, just going down and right back. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. We drove down there. There was a little house right there, right by 89. We, I pulled up in there. She jumped out. I made sure she 
somebody opened the door, you know, I didn't just want to just leave her out there. I wanted to make sure somebody opened the door for her. And somebody did, so I, I backed out, and we just, we start going back home. But on our way down, we were telling uh, stories about UFOs. We were talking about aliens and UFOs and stuff. And right when you come off of that little hill, there's a little hill there, there's a... Uh, uh, historical marker on the left side if you're going around this corner there's a historical marker on the left side of the road that talks about these teepee rings and stuff that are there in Badger from old old Blackfeet that used to camp there mm-hmm. and uh, we just went around that corner like that and we was making our way down and we, I was talking about aliens and stuff and seeing UFOs and stuff and I was telling stories about it and just as we got around that thing you can see the ridge that, that big there's a big ridge line that comes on the, it would be on the east side of the road. So that big ridge was right there. That as we come around that corner, there's a hill there that you couldn't, that kind of blocks that ridge. But if you keep going down, that hill kind of dissipates and you could see that ridge. Shit, that hill started dissipating and we was really driving. There was a huge red light that was above the ridge and it was just sitting there. A, big red light like huge i mean it had to have been the size of shit two houses that's what it looked like like huge it was just sitting there and i we came around that corner and i started pointing at it i was like look 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 there they are right there man i'm fucking telling you guys man i'm not lying man that's the shit i see is that shit and then we we just just driving we just kept going uh my brother-in-law rolled his window down because we had tinted windows they're really dark and he rolled his window down to to look at it and we just driving i didn't stop or nothing we just slowed down and i was really pointing at it so i kept telling my story and we was all looking at it and it just it disappeared i think it like it ducked down behind the ridge i think it went back by the um Fourhorn lake i think that's where it went because it kind of dissipated a little bit down below it either went to Fourhorn lake or it went towards uh our in-laws ranch it went Either way, I, I can't tell which way it went, but it disappeared. And this was before we hit Duckhead Hill. So we were staring at it for, shoot, at least about three, four miles. We were staring at it until it disappeared. And we just kept driving. I was like, man, I told you guys, man. I was telling my in-laws and them. I was telling them about it. I told you guys, man. That, that shit's real. There's something out here, man. I don't know what it is, but there's proof right there, man. And so we, we, we brought her down there and we was all talking about and like whoa you know we's all astounded what we've seen and everything and even the one we was given a ride to she was half lit holy cow we just seen you know she was she was all astounded that she seen it too and we dropped her off at that house and that that's another reason why i wanted to sit there and wait make sure somebody opened the door for her because i knew she was scared and you know from what we've seen so somebody opened the door for her so we backed out started going back up to heartview we didn't see nothing that whole ride back up. We just sitting there. I kept talking about UFOs. I kept telling my stories. And we was talking about that light we've seen, me and my brother-in-law. Man, I wonder what that was, man. Holy shit, that was weird. That was crazy, man. We get up to Heartview. We pull into my in-law's house, and my wife comes out. And she's mad. She's like, pissed. Oh, like, well, what's going on? She's getting mad at me. And me and my brother-in-law, she thought we were drunk. I was like, oh, what? we didn't even do that. We, we brought your cousin down, and we dropped her off. We came back up, and here we are. Oh, where the hell were you guys? What do you mean, where were we? We went down to old agency, dropped 
dropped her off and came back. We did see a light on our way down. That was something weird. But other than that, we was only gone for maybe 20 minutes. Like, no way you guys weren't gone for 20 minutes. You guys were gone for almost two hours. Ooh. Like, what? Like, hell no, we were. It's like, yeah, you guys were. You guys are drinking. I know you guys are. It's like, oh, we're not drinking. She was all pissed off at us. And yeah, shit, we lost We lost time there. I, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know how it happened. But then when me and my brother-in-law start talking about it, neither one of us remember the drive home <laughs> <laughs> we remember dropping the girl off in old agency backing out getting back on the road and getting up you know somewhere by Gigi's. Yeah. i don't remember nothing else i don't remember nothing else besides pulling up into the driveway into our in-laws hmm. i don't remember that whole entire drive from Gigi's all the way up to heartview what ridge did you see it on? Is it near Ghost Ridge or kind of like by Halls or, or where was it? Right, that big ridge right in front of uh, Bullshoes. Oh, that ridge, huh? That big ridge, that's where it was sitting, was right up on top of there. If you ever go up there, there's a there's a water, um, I don't know if it's like an old water trough or something, but there's like a water container up there. That's where it was sitting at, was somewhere around in that area. By that siphon? No, up or above further, that way, way up on top of that ridge? Yeah, way directly on top of it. <laughs> I know what you're talking about now. Oh, cripes. Yeah, and we lost time. That was that was weird. Man. Like, me, and, me and our brother-in-law, right? we can't, can't explain it. I mean, we know dang well that we just went down and back up, you know, but we don't remember the ride back up. <laughs> you know, you, I always thought that was odd that, you know, you've seen all of these lights and strange things. Man, i never seen anything like that. I'm still waiting to see something like that in the sky. I, I look it's, up, it's, too. It's, I, it's not like it's I don't. It's really weird. It's really weird when you see them, man. You're just like, you want to explain it. It's like, I wish I had camera recorders in my eyes, man, so I can record all this stuff and show people, like, Mm -hmm. what I see <laughs> there's probably others that see you know seeing things like that I've only ever seen one weird thing but it wasn't no light like like that it was uh the whole sky lit up like somebody turned on a green light the light came from the sky it didn't come from any one particular place it's like as if the sky was glowing so bright that it made everything look green like a night vision it was pitch black and i could see everything anyways that's a whole nother story but that's the only kind of weird thing i've seen with you know i don't even think that's in the same realm as the stuff that you were seeing <laughs> i think that's more of a spiritual thing that i see no i i, I don't know because sit that one time we were we went uh uh, we were gambling, huh? We went into that casino and we stayed in there. We actually closed it down. It was probably about 2 o'clock. Hayes was really getting lucky in there. Mm -hmm. We shut it down and we ended up uh, going back to Heartbeat. About 2 o'clock in the morning, we went down uh, to Medicine and we was over on, climbed up that other side and we was on Sankador Flats. You know, just me and my wife driving, there was a car behind us, but there were probably 
about a mile or two behind us. You could see their headlights. But when I was driving, I, I thought it was just my eyes, but it was like a camera flash. Like the whole, everything, everything outside, everything in the car, the mountains, everything just lit like a camera flash really quick. Like it was just like a quick flash and then it just went back to normal. And I, I thought it was just my eyes. I thought, you know, maybe shit, I'm just tired or something. It's 2 in the morning, you know, staring at casino games all day. Maybe I'm just tired. But I looked at my wife and I was like, did you see that? And she's like, yeah. Did everything just flash? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, Holy cow, what the hell was that? It was like everything just lit up really bright like a camera flash. And... That car behind us that I keep thinking to this day, like, man, I should have stopped and asked those guys if they seen it, too. Because they probably seen that flash, too. Hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... So I don't know if it's spiritual or if it's some other beings. I don't know. It's weird, though, when it happened. Dang. You see, the one that I'd seen was, uh... It was green and it stayed on for a long time, man, like... I'd have to say around 10 seconds just stayed lit up mm. enough for me to look all around at those hills because we was down at Gigi's at that house below where they they were having doings that night mm. and I could see across to Tyna Williams's house at you know that log house I, I could see that perhaps I could see all of those hills I, I start looking down toward like uh, Chastenham you know down 89 that way I could see the road all the way down, I, I looked up toward Uncle Marvin's gripes. I could see all the way. And then I got kind of curious because, see, I was standing on that porch outside. Then I start looking at those cars. And that that's why I say it lit up from the sky itself because the shadows were all, like, the angle of the shadows were 45 degrees under the cars all around it. Mm. It wasn't casting any shadows off the side like it would during you know, morning or evening or even probably the shadows would be closer to look like that during noon. But even at that day, they would still be casting shadow to the north because it's, you know, in the southwest where it rises up. So you'd still see. Yep. And this all around it was 45 degrees uh -huh. under the car like it was coming from everywhere from this just the sky. But anyways, oh I finally went in there to get my face painted because... I was sort of hesitant at first. And I got my reasons for being hesitant, but and I just take that as those spirits tell me, ah, it's okay, go ahead and go in there. There ain't nothing wrong, you know. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably was. Probably just their sign letting you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This other time, uh, me and uh, my buddy Joe Fuzz, he passed away. But I knew him for a long time. Grew up with him. We uh, really became good friends when we was in uh, um, when I came back from Oregon. Was when I first met him. Me and Joe Fuzz, we always hung out. <clears throat> and uh, that time we were working, we jumped on with my father-in-law, and we were uh, up in the mountains uh, doing Sawyer work. You know, tree thinning and doing stuff like that. And uh. We were up there, and we were working on, uh, it's a place up in uh, St. Mary called Noppy's Peak. That's where we was working on top of there. You have to drive up there. It's a 
pretty crazy road you get up there and that's where we was spending and uh so we was up there for probably a couple of days doing doing our spending work and we'd camp down in that uh kiowa that's where we was camping at so we'd camp down there and we'd just drive up to Nafi's peak every morning drive back down and in the evening and have dinner and go to bed do the same thing but uh one night we all got a wild hair <laughs> we ended up at the uh that bar there in Bab. I forget mm-hmm. what that bar is called. We ended up at that bar and we all got shit faced and we was all having fun in there. There, uh, our uh, father-in-law never came. He, he stayed at the camp. Just us younger guys, me, Joe Fuzz, and a couple other guys that was with us. And they, uh, he was all having fun in there and stuff. And the bar was about ready to close down, so they start kicking everybody out. And there was a bunch of uh, Nautic ones in there. They're they're all staying up at Mini Glacier, and they're saying, "Yeah, yeah, party's up at Mini Glacier. You guys come up, come up and finish party, and we're gonna keep going." All right, shit. So we bought some beer from the bartender, and shit. We got some road beers, and fuck, we jumped on the road and we was heading to Mini Glacier. They all headed out, and Joe Fuzz was pretty ripped out of it. And he was riding passenger, and I was in that same Pathfinder, that black Pathfinder that we seen that UFO in that we lost time. Mm-hmm. We was in that same pathfinder, and uh, it had a, a sunroof. And we went back into Many Glacier. I drove all the way back there, got to the parking lot, and it was just quiet. Went to cars parked there. There's no party going on. We're looking all over. Fucking drove all over. Rather couldn't find a party. So, Joe Fuzz is about ready to pass out. Oh, I just keep going back to camp. So we started going back to camp, and as we was driving out there, you know you're. You're in mountains. You're in the middle of the mountains. So there's huge mountains on both sides of you mm-hmm. as you're driving out of there. And, um, Joe Fuzz passed out on me. And it was just me. And I was driving. I kind of wake him up. Come on, now. We still got some beers to drink. He wouldn't wake up. So I just started sipping on a beer, driving back to the camp. And as I was driving out of Mini Glacier, I had that sunroof open. It was really warm. And I was smoking a cigarette. And I looked up out of that sunroof, and there was a light that was just above me, but it was high. It was way up there in the sky. It wasn't just like high as it was now. No, it was up there in the sky. It was like way up there. And it was following me. Like it, it like when the road would turn, that thing would turn. And it would like follow me out of that thing uh, where many glaciers was. It followed me out of that whole canyon. And I was trying to wake up Joe Fuzz, and I was telling him, Hey man, there's a light following us, man. There's a light following us. And he, he woke up at one time and he looked out that window and he said, Oh yeah. And then he just <laughs> went back to sleep. <laughs> like, shoot, man, I'm getting scared here, man. Come on, wake up, brother. But anyway, we ended up going back to the camp and I I lost it after after we got out of that uh, that canyon there where many glacier runs up. Yeah. I I forgot to look for the light because by then I was looking for cars and even if there were cops around, you know, I wanted to get home safe, so I stopped paying attention to the light at that time, but yeah, it was really weird to see it, man, it, it followed me out of Mini Glacier, and it didn't make no sudden movements or anything, it was just a, one solid light that just followed me out of there. Just, weird. <laughs> weird experience. Uh. <laughs> another, another time we were, uh, me and my wife, we were we went down. I brought her down to. Uh, this was kind of when we were, kind of kind of in our honeymoon stage, huh? 
Mm-hmm. We went down to a cup bank, brought her to a movie. We went, we hit that late night movie, so it was really late when, by the time it got done. And we was, coming, we was driving back from Cup Bank back to Heart Butte. And you can take a, there's a back road there. You can go, it's called Mission Road. You drive up through to Medicine, you jump on 89, go Old Agency, then you're up into Heart Butte. Well, we took Mission Road. Well, it's probably about midnight, almost one o'clock or so, you know, it was the late night movie. So it got, got done really late. And he's driving home, just me and her. And we turned on to that Mission Road, and it's a gravel road. And we just started going down the road a little ways. It was totally dark out and everything. All the stars were out and everything. And I was looking at the stars when I was driving. And next thing you know, I seen there were four, no, there were five. There were five lights, solid lights. And I, I thought they were jets because they were flying in formation. They were flying in a line, like just a flat line, like not in not in a single form line, but like in a sideways line. Like they were all just flying. And there were five lights flying right next to each other, coming right towards us. Like they were coming from maybe like flying from the, let's see. Coming from like the border area, and they were flying towards um, Conrad. Ooh. So they were making like a southeastern flight path. That's where they were headed. And when when they passed by us, they flew directly over us. But they, I thought they were jets. And I'm I'm, I'm really enthused about aviation. You know, I I really like jets. And I like learning about them and all that. And I'm like, man, this is cool, man. Check these guys out. They're flying information. And I rolled my window down and I stopped. I wanted to hear them, you know, I said they sound really cool, those jets. I wanted to hear how they sounded, all five of them flying over it. But they flew over us and they were just silent. <laughs> like, oh, what the heck are those things, man? And, you know, I start, my wife started getting all mad. Get the hell back in, you know, because I opened the door and I kind of listened and get the hell back in here, they're going to take you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you guys always disappear. And you guys always want to get nosy with aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get taken. But anyway, please. Uh, yeah, there was no sound coming from him, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So she started getting mad at me. So I got back in the car, and we started driving up the road. And you can still see him flying down towards Conrad, but then one of them broke off. And when one of those lights broke off, it broke off and it circled back around. It was flying by us. And we was already driving back up towards uh, Mission. We still on that gravel road. And that light was like flying alongside of us up in the sky. And you can see it like going in and out of the clouds. Mm-hmm. There, there was low cloud cover. And you could see it going in and out of the clouds. And it would light up those clouds. And you're like, oh, what the fuck is that? And it, it followed us all the way up until we hit Mission. And then I lost it because of all those trees in there. I couldn't see it. Mm. And then I, I, I don't know where it went after that. But yeah, it followed us all the way to Mission. <laughs> get back in there, hoodie. <laughs> That's why you guys get stolen. <laughs> <laughs> episode coming out I'm not sure how I'm gonna do it yet if uh, I'm gonna have another guest on or I'm gonna continue with my brother's stories I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get to it but uh yeah 
I gotta rest. <laughs> Still trying to go to work and all this and that and boy it's tough being sick and trying to do manual labor, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll get through it though. Like I said, I'll get through it. Well, I hope everybody has a good day. Good morning or good evening. No matter what you're doing. I hope you have a good time. Good good journey with, with, with everything that you're going through right now. And thanks for being there. I appreciate all you. Until next time.